0: This is Dr. Bernard Dreyer here on On Call for Kids on Sirius XM 110, and uh, welcome back uh, to the show. And uh, uh, this segment is going to be on laughter in medicine and, I guess, the healing effect of laughter, and our guest is Dr. Billy, who's Billy Murray, who's a professional performer, and a medical clown who makes bedside visits to young patients. In his case, at Children's Hospital of Orange County, California. He's a member of Healthy Humor's Red Nose Docs, a team of performance artists that help create moments of joy and laughter and comfort for kids in the hospital. I actually work in two different hospitals, and in both of them we do have a visiting clown that comes to see the kid. So I'm well, uh, well prepared uh, for discussions with Dr. Billy. Hi. Welcome, Bill Murray. Hey, good morning. Thank good you morning. so
1: much for having me on to clown around a little bit today. <laughs>
0: it's okay. <laughs> I can see your red nose, even though we're as, uh, you know just uh, connected by a phone line. Oh, good! Uh, <laughs> well, I'm
1: glad that that translates so the airways. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, so how did all this begin? How well, did we... I've got to give. I've got to give credit
1: immediately to the co-founders of Healthy Humor, Dina Parks, Karen McCarty, and Deborah Kaufman. The work that we do at Chalk Children's would not be possible if it weren't for those rock stars. So first of all, thank you to those women that set this program up. But you did a beautiful job at Describing what we do at the hospital, too, we do bedside visits and we resemble, resemble doctors and nurses and other hospital staff to desensitize children during their hospitalization. So, you know, clown right now in the current climate in society is not always the thing that people think that they want to have when they are hospitalized. However, it immediately gives you the reminder that you are a child and you are still able to play because kids are asked to grow up so quickly once they have these conditions. And as medical clowns, we are giving them back all the control that they lose when they are not feeling well.
0: Yes, I mean, I, actually, I've been around kids when our our medical clowns visit them, and uh, it's always a positive. I have never seen anything but a positive experience. I think it's the adults that worry more about a couple of issues with clowns. One is they may have had an experience as a child where they were afraid of clowns because they look a little weird. Uh, And you don't – generally, the medical clowns do not look weird. I think uh, you should probably describe to our audience what kind of makeup you wear. That's one. Uh, Two, I think, uh, you know, we owe the Batman movies uh, a character that is a pretty sinister clown. Mm. Uh, So I wonder if adults, again, more than children are worried about that. Yeah,
1: I do personally see that that where is where the fear can start out. However, we have taken extra steps to make ourselves appear as approachable as possible. So, right. typical clown makeup that people picture in their head when they're thinking of clown has really, really exaggerated features. Right. But because we're doing these intimate bedside visits, we don't need to have all of that extra added makeup on our face. So we really tone down that look. We also tone down the costumes that we're wearing as well. So for example, I wear really colorful golf pants with a solid colored shirt and some goofy yellow shoes. And then I have Dr. Element's Laid over on top of that, like I have a stethoscope wrapped around my shoulders, so that way kids are seeing it also when it is not being put onto their body, but that way they can see it just draped over my shoulders. And you know, all in all, it's desensitizing them, which is one of my main goals. And also, we respect the wish of mom and dad that are in the room with the patients too so we really feel out the environment no matter what space we're entering and as a part of that we always ask for permission before we go into any space too so we do like a little knock we will pretend to ring a doorbell on the kids door and we're always asking if we can come in because that's immediately giving them the control And the option to say no, which they don't really get to say a whole lot when they're hospitalized. So even if that kid in that day wants to tell me to go away, I have done my job because I've given them what they needed in that moment.
0: Right. Right. Can you do you recall any specific special moments that you've experienced in visiting kids in hospitals that um, I guess you take with you uh, when you go visit other kids?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I have one interaction that always comes to mind anytime I'm asked this question. And it actually was a older patient that I was visiting. And most people think that our visits would predominantly be for younger kids. However, like I mentioned, we'll adapt to any audience. And in this case, It was an older patient, and as we knocked on the door and asked to come in, they had a puzzled look on their face and and told us, nobody ever comes to see me. Right. And when my clown partner and I heard this, we immediately took that message that they gave us and we closed the door, we knocked again, we changed our personalities and we came back as different people and we did this for a few minutes and we made that patient feel like 20 different people came right. to see them and we made her feel more comfortable and we we comforted her and eliminated that hurt that she had of feeling like nobody ever came to see her.
0: Now, I think in your case, um, you were actually a clown. In uh, is that correct? With uh, in the circus.
1: Yes, absolutely. So that is where my clown core lies. <laughs> I was on, <laughs> on the clown a core. I like. Tour. I like the clown <laughs> core. Go ahead. Thank you. I was on two national tours with the circus, buzzing across coast to coast, performing for millions of families and i feel very very privileged to be able to perform for sometimes just one person at a time and as circuses across the nation have closed i'm very happy that i've been able to rebrand who i am as a clown and landed here at medical clowning so yes i do have circus experience and everybody else that I have on my team are all professional performers, whether they are actors, musicians, magicians, or right. even dancers. Our amazing artistic advisors at Healthy Humor will pull out their best artistic abilities and they will feed that to their original characters that they create that join me at Chalk Children's for our Healthy
0: Humor visit. So this is uh, Dr. Bernard Dreyer here on On Call for Kids on Sirius XM 110. And if you've been listening in, you know that I've been talking to Dr. Billy, who's a medical clown and actually was a professional clown with, I guess, the Ringling Brothers uh, uh, Barnum & Bailey Circus and uh, is now comforting children, adolescents, and I guess some adults uh uh with being a clown and finding it extremely fulfilling, so if you wanna call in and comment to him or ask questions about it, our number is one eight seven seven n y u docs that's one eight seven seven six nine eight three six two seven so, um, so it, so um, is one of your goals – I know we talked about comforting people and uh, children especially and also um, trying to figure out what their need, what their emotional needs are and trying to f- therefore figure out what you can do to make them feel better. The, your, your story was a good example of that. But uh, is, one of your, uh, is one of your general goals to make them laugh – Uh, Oh, absolutely.
1: that is always the goal. However, a laugh doesn't always look the same. Sometimes it is just a a quivering lip.
2: Sometimes
1: it is like a very, very tiny smile. And moms and dads who know their kids best always do an amazing job at communicating that like, Oh, they love what you're doing right now. And (laughs) by those little cues that we're getting, we know which direction to go into as well. And as we're doing this, we have benefits such as reducing stress, we're improving sleep, we're uh, improving overall attitude and even boosting their immune system. So that way, they're taking away from our interactions with one another. So. Sometimes it's not even until after we leave the room that somebody might notice that they might be feeling like they're in a better mood, or maybe they've noticed that their muscles have relaxed after our our visit. And sometimes it's not for, you know, a few other visits to the hospital where messages like that will get back to us, whether it be from medical staff that we've partnered with such as encouraging a patient to get up out of their bed and go for a little walk around the hall or create a parade in the hallway for the patients and staff around the hospital. So, you know, we have a lot of benefits that we can offer other than just creating a laugh,
0: too. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, So um, what about... uh, and you've mentioned the parents' involvement uh, as well, but I'm sort of interested in um, funding. You know, I've uh, I, I've been working in hospitals for a long time, and uh, there was a time when it was really difficult to get them to fund child life staff. That's much easier now. It's not completely easy, but it's much easier now because they're not. Essential, although I think they are essential. Just like you've described, what you're doing is essential to the health of children. Um, how do you, how do you get funded for what you're doing? And uh, you know, do you have an organization that's working on trying to make sure that we can bring clowns to every child in every hospital?
1: Great question, and I'm really glad that you asked. Our medical clowning program, Healthy Humor, was started by two very generous folks here in Orange County named Ralph and Sue Stern, and they're philanthropists who were first impacted by medical clowning when they experienced it in Israel. And upon their return, they had decided that they wanted to be able to offer this to the children in the Orange County area as well. So we are extremely grateful to have Ralph and Sue Stern funding the program at CHOP Children's Hospital, and they have also so generously agreed to Match donations for the program up to any amount at a cap of $300,000. So that is the answer to your question of how we are funded. And if anybody out there is interested in learning more about Ralph and Sue Stern, they can go to chalk.org slash clowns. And there's a beautiful write up about Ralph and Sue there. And I also have to mention that Healthy Humor just isn't at Chop Children's. We're at 14 other hospitals across the United States. So the funding goes a really long way. We're also in other hospitals like Yale New Haven, Jacoby, Loma Linda Children's University Hospital, Johns Hopkins, and the the list goes on forever. So um, I also really encourage people out there to visit healthyhumorinc.org and there's some videos there where people can see the work in action because I can do an amazing job describing it over the radio but it is work that really makes sense to people when they can see it live in action so I encourage everyone out there to check out the website and see the videos of us in action
0: oh that would be great We do have a caller. Uh, This is Miss Gabby from Florida. She is also a clown, and she is calling in. So, hi, Miss Gabby.
1: Hello.
2: And how are you? Hi, Gabby, and and hello, clown. Well, I'm a Southern clown, so not that I was born in the South, but now that I live in Florida, so I am Miss Gabby because Southerners teach their children and to speak to adults that they know as Miss and their first name. So I'm Miss Gabby. And I am a service clown. And I am in in an alley that does all service
0: work. Uh, So what does that mean? I'm not sure I understand what a service clown is.
2: Well, we we don't charge anything. And um, we go to nursing homes, memory care and assisted living, and uh, we do some parades where we live. Um, we read to um, the kindergartners. We do one trip to um, Disney for kids with cancer. But most, most of the work that I, I do is um, with the memory care unit.
0: Oh, that's um, great to hear. And I,
2: actually, I, actually, I actually went to clown camp at 71, so <laughs> I could improve my skill set and, and learn what life was like as a camper since I didn't have that privilege. So <laughs> um anyway, yeah, it's um what she what you do, doctor, is fabulous. Uh I'm we're jealous. Um I actually worked with a nurse from one of our local hospitals that said she kinda wished she could get um the clowns to come into the hospital. But, uh, you know, we're volunteers. And, of course, then the people who are trying to make a living doing this, yeah, yeah, and then there's issues of, you know, making sure that we're credible and all of that, even though we have to have fingerprinting and all that stuff. It's, it's a complication.
0: Right. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in, Miss Gabby. But I will, uh...
2: So there's nothing better
0: than a clown visiting. Okay. No, no, I agree. Uh, unfortunately, there's uh, not a billing code for it, you know. Uh, so maybe that's what we need. We need a clown visit billing codes so that we can uh, make it self-supporting. Thank you very much for calling in. Uh, and it's nice to hear about the other end of the age spectrum getting some... Uh, Tender, loving care as well.
1: Yeah, I've got to chime in on that. Healthy Humor doesn't stop at Children's Hospital. They've got an amazing extension of their program called Vaudeville Visits, where they do work similar to what Miss Gabby was describing that she does down south. So um, I agree with uh, performing for that
0: audience as well. So that's great that Miss Gabby's doing that. Um. Is there any science behind this? I'm not sure you're the one to ask this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Uh, Is there any science? Are there any studies that have shown that clown care, uh, you know, makes a difference for children or uh, studied the physiological reactions of kids when a clown is with them? Are you aware of any of that kind of stuff? Yeah, I
1: mean... I was going to say that, unfortunately, laughter can't cure cancer. However, it really gives people the permission to begin to cope with their pain. And I had previously mentioned some of the medical benefits that it can have, like relieving pain and enhancing oxygen intake and improving overall attitude, all of those elements I, I can't speak for the science. However, I can only speak for the experience that I've had and the feedback that I've received from doing the work. So as far as the science, I mean, the saying we've all heard before is laughter really is the best medicine. And that saying has been passed on for generations because I do feel that it is something that has truth to it, and I don't think that people would continue to share that amazing phrase if they didn't also believe that
0: laughter does have medicinal benefits. Right? Yeah, of course. Um, I um, I think I've seen, as I said before, I think I've seen the reaction in action personally, so I believe it. And I know there is actually uh, science on laughter itself uh, being therapeutic. Uh, I I always remember when I, I worked in a cancer, children's cancer ward quite a while ago, but one of the things the parents said to me as to why this was a cancer hospital, and I said, what is it about this place that makes you, you know, that you like or don't like? And they said, we can laugh here. When I was in another hospital, I was the only mother of a child with cancer, and, you know, everybody sort of didn't even want to talk to me because they felt I was so upset. And here, everybody's in the same boat, and I can joke and make fun and, you know, and laughter, because laughter, you know, just makes, helps me get through this. So I do think laughter is so therapeutic, and uh, what you're doing is therefore therapeutic in and of itself. Uh, you know, uh, when I was reading this before we started the show, I was, uh, you know, reminded of the famous movie Patch Adams. I guess it's a famous character, uh, person. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a, you know uh, Robin Williams played in a movie, and uh, I guess people must know that. Do you get questions about that when you're on, you 're know, on visiting? Do people even know who Patch Adams is anymore, or is this old news? Yeah, you'd be surprised. As I'm
1: describing what I do, most people have that light bulb moment where they're like, "Oh, like Patch Adams." Right. And the difference <laughs> there, the difference there is that Patch Adams was a doctor who Correct. pretended to be a clown, and we're the opposite of that. We are clowns
0: who pretend to be doctors. Resemble
1: doctors, doctors right?
0: Yeah. You don't pretend to be a doctor; you resemble doctors. Good. good right.
1: Yeah. Good way, way of I'm staying clear about that too.
0: Yes. Um, we have Ray from Memphis, Tennessee, uh, calling in. Hi, Ray. How are you?
3: Yeah. Hi. I'm doing great. Um, I just want to make a comment. Our uh, youngest daughter, back in the '70s, was had leukemia. It was in a, a St. Jude's Children's Hospital here in Memphis, and one of the things that my wife found that she could do. Whenever doctors or nurses came in the room, the, you know our daughter would kind of, you know, they'd have a little bit of that fear and apprehension. Right. And my wife would, she'd bring a little plastic Raggedy Ann doll, and she would use that Raggedy Ann doll and have the Raggedy Ann doll, you know, like like a big Twiloquist. Of course, my wife wasn't even Twiloquist, but just enough to say, "How are you?" Da da da. Yeah.
0: And and
3: she yeah. would, and she would uh, communicate with our daughter with that, and the and our daughter would like give you know, immediately change her attitude and her fear, and she would just open up and answer questions and uh, and do things, and, uh, you know, it was like she had a little friend there that she was talking to rather than, you know, talking and communicating with an adult.
0: Right. And That's a wonderful story.
3: Yeah. And yes. I didn't know if that was something that, that, that the clowns do to, uh, you know, better communicate with the kiddos if they find that... The kiddos will talk to them and open up uh to them about their feelings like that one little girl was talking about nobody comes to visit me if they if they see that the kiddos open up more to them.
0: It's a good question. I'm going to turn that over to Dr. Billy. First of all, thank you for sharing your story, and
1: yes, a hundred percent, the clowns will use a skill like puppetry as a part of our interactions and you know one of our goals is that we always want to make sure that the child's hospitalization isn't interfering with the joys of being a kid and oftentimes they do shut down or they are a little bit shy upon us entering the room but i'm always looking for things that I know they're going to love as soon as I walk into that room. So whether that is a teddy bear that is on the end of the bed or a Raggedy and doll, I'll immediately start referring to that stuffed plush there and making the kids the expert, letting them introduce me to that little teddy bear that's there. And taking the focus off of them and putting it onto the plush is a skill that we use all the time. So you guys were doing the work of the medical clowns by playing with that Raggedy Ann doll there, too. So yes, definitely. We use things like that that we notice in the room, but we also have our pockets full of props, whether that be sound makers that make beeps and bops and doorbell sounds. Um, So that way we can enhance our performance through these props that we carry around with
0: us. So thank you, Ray, for that. That was a beautiful story. I hope you're. Are you, Ray? Are you still there? Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I'm. I'm almost afraid to ask this question, but how how did your daughter do with her therapy?
3: Uh, she, uh, no, she did well. She's uh, uh, she's she, you know she's still she's 45 now. That's and, great uh, she to hear. Has, has a lot of problems because of the radiation and things, but right. she's. Uh, She she manages. She was one of the
0: lucky ones. Yeah, okay, great to hear. So thank you so much for calling calling in and sharing. So I think we're at the end of uh, this segment. I uh, hate to leave a clown and laughter, but I think we're going to be going on break. So thank you so much, Dr. Billy for uh, joining us and maybe lighting up the morning for a number of kids around the country. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you very much for having me on the show. It was really nice being able to share what Healthy Humor does at Chalk Children's and at the other children's hospitals across the country. So don't hesitate to go to healthyhumorinc.org to find out more about us. Go to chalk.org slash clowns. If you want to find out about the Stearns, and thank you so much for having us on the show today. Okay.